Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, this is a podcast and I'm here with... Uh, Dimitri Minikakis. Dude, dude, they, I, I'm that sick. I'm stoked, dude, because like when I saw your, uh, your, like the podcast you did with Metal Injection, I was like, like, first of all, like I loved your work in the Dillinger Escape Plan. And then when I saw that, I was like, oh shit, I just want to talk to this dude. Like you, <laughs> you just seem so nice and like, and I don't know, dude. It was just, I was just like, dude, I don't even care if we talk about that. Like, of course I want to, but like, I yeah. just, like you as a human just seemed so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I hope people think that of me. And yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're human beings, so we all have our moments and, yeah. you know, we have our like strife with other people, but I just try and I'm... I feel like I'm old in age, but young at heart. So I'm just too old to like worry about things and just, I guess, you know, I'm pretty easygoing. That's how I am. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. You, uh, you got that vibe, you know, it's, 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 if I talk to somebody brewing me coffee or, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, just be nice. Yeah, dude, exactly. I was I was honestly talking to someone about that today is just like like no, I had to like to like contact Apple because like my my AirPods were like bro- like they're broken and I just got them like a couple days ago. So I was like messaging him and he was just like, "Dude, like I just was thanking him and all this." He was like, "Dude, you're so nice. Like I I hope the rest of my yeah. day is like this." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, dude, like to me, I literally said like what you said is like we're all human." Yeah. Like, just be, yep. be nice to everyone, dude. Like, I, I don't. It, isn't it so easy just to be nice to someone? And it's amazing how like you get you got that reaction. Like, I get that usually. Like, I grew up in a restaurant, so oh, okay. I like I know service and all that, yeah. but like it's amazing how people are floored by just you're just being nice. Yeah. They're like, wow, <laughs> and you're like, you're like, really? You must. But yeah, I mean, there's probably a lot of assholes that like. I mean, call up and berate Apple or whoever, you know, it's like, it's amazing. Like how just being nice can help, like make someone's day. And also you, you definitely learn about somebody, how you see them treating, like, especially the service industry. Yes. Like if you see someone treating like a, a waiter at like an app, like an asshole, like it's like, huh, got to like red flag that it's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, but yeah, it's just, just human decency. It's like you're, you're annoyed about something, but it's not the person on the phone's fault. Dude, exactly. And that's <laughs> that, like, I used to work at a, an auto parts store and I understand like you come in, your car's messed up and you're just pissed off, but it's like, 
Yeah. I'm here to help you as much as I possibly can. Like, please don't yell or like, and like there, yeah. there were times where like this dude was like, dudes were like pissed off and like yelling at me and I still kept like stayed cool and talked, talked them through it yeah. and ended up getting them their shit. And they were like, Hey man, I'm so sorry. And I was like, yep. it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Usually, usually people like that come back down to earth. They're, it's just like, they're looking f- to release that. It's like when someone baits you for a fight and yes. when you re- they re- they realize like oh you're not engaging in this like if you don't give them the time of day they come back down to earth and they're like oh okay <laughs> hey congr- hey man Josh you're the better you're the better human in that moment so good for you <laughs> thank you or yeah, moments I <laughs> do exactly man and like that's that's like that like genuinely is like why like like after I saw that that thing with metal injection, I was like, dude, like there's no way I I need to like even yeah. like just talk to this dude because it just seemed like you were just like genuine human, and I was like, fuck yeah, this is sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, most musicians are you know just normal like they just go to the store and pay bills, and it's it's funny because you know you get overwhelmed by like there's super fans out there that yeah. are that are quite punishing. Yeah, <laughs> but. But you know, like they they enjoy what you do, so yeah. you got to realize that. But then you like there's there's fans that I've come across in the past twenty years that I'm like super tight with. You know, like Same. I have a friend. I I have a friend. Uh, she lives in L.A. and like we're bros. Like she was a fan of my band, and it's like we're we're friends. That's so sick. So dude. so it's like if you kind of separate that like divide, we're you know, we're not icons where I'm better than anybody. Like, yeah. you know, you just meet friends and judge people on like, hey, I, I would like to remain being friends with this person. Like, they're quite interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's it's funny. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, like if you watch most interviews, like most people that are in bands are just, you know, they're scheduling and then they're like, all right, I'm going to do this interview. And sometimes people go through their scripts and then some, some have personality. Dude, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not really good. I'm not really good at interviews. I always veer off and just start talking about anything. <laughs> Dude. And honestly, that's my favorite part is that <laughs> like, I, because like, yeah, of course, like I want to know like your background and like, like, yeah. Like also like, but I like knowing like who the person is I'm talking to because like it like like exactly. you going off on tangents, dude. That's like what I fucking live for. I, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Like I like it's when you see interviews and they start talking about like current things or things that don't have to do with music. Like you get, it's like you get a window to like their life and who they are. Like yes. that's more interesting. Like all right, cool. You wrote, you wrote cool songs. Awesome. High five. But yeah. like, it's like, I want to, I want to hear if you hate ketchup, you know, like, <laughs> you know, it's like that, that's the cool shit. <laughs> dude. Fuck yes, dude. And and that's what like, like, <laughs> dude, that. so do you hate ketchup? Now I need to know, like, is that, is that a, um, is that a condiment you use? I like, I like ketchup. I okay. could like people hate ketchup, yeah. but I like ketchup. Yeah. And, um, it depends what I like. Sometimes I eat my French fries just dry and that, that blows people's minds, <laughs> but ketchup, ketchup is good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a sugary vinegary tomato substance. <laughs> Dude. And, uh, 
Do you like ketchup? <laughs> Dude, you know you know what's funny is that I'm the same way. Like there there are there there are certain french fries that can be eaten with ketchup and there are certain ones that don't need it. And yeah. Dude, it's it. You, you want to because I drink my coffee black, so okay. you want to taste the fry, you yes. know, like yes, dude, you want to taste the potato, dude, yes, because like because everywhere, everywhere, every other place you go to will be different. Like yeah, of course, some like will yeah. have like the same ish type stuff, but like yeah, like dude, no, there there's like when I go to, like Red Robin, like those fries. I love with ketchup, but I can also eat them exactly. Plain. But like fuck, they're Could- great with ketchup. <laughs> Yeah, because they're like super salty, yes. whatever. But if you go, if you go to like, if like another place makes like these like really well made fries, it's like I just want to eat them plain. Yeah, like I eat my baked, I eat my baked potatoes plain. Oh, dude, people think I'm a weirdo. Dude, I've I do that too. Like uh, there, there's sometimes where I like use like butter and chives, but like, dude, a nice plain baked dude. What's up? Yep. Like that's sick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Corn on the cob, plain. Yeah. Oh, dude. You, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, thank you. Oh my god, dude. It's it's like this is like a revelation, dude. Like like and like yeah. oh because I also eat like most cereals plain. Like I don't eat it with milk or like whatever because like I don't know. Now you go dry, dude. I'm a, yeah, I'm that's fine. Yeah, dude. Exactly. There's carrots. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna start telling people, dude. Yeah. I'm a cereal purist, my- dude. Yeah, my seven-year-old daughter eats ketchup. Like, like she'll just put it in like a little dish and lick it. Oh, whoa! And I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> and my other one, my my older daughter, she's 14 and she doesn't like ketchup. So it's it's funny, like people's taste buds and what they like, texture and all that. It's it, it's it's pretty. We're we're interesting creatures. Yes. Dude, like, no, like, and, like, hearing that ketchup thing, like, that terrifies me because, like, I can have it on things, but, like, if it's by itself, it's just, like, that's a scary Yeah, substance. it's weird. Yeah, yeah. it's, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used, when I was a kid, I used to drench my eggs in ketchup. Oh, no way, really? Yes, yeah. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. when you were, like, you were, like, hey, man, you want to do an interview? Well, like, we'll talk about ketchup. <laughs> First <laughs> <Dude>. topic. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's ironic. The first question I wrote down is, do you like mustard? So, yeah, dude, this is just really? crazy. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I just, no. <laughs> I do like mustard. I do like mustard. See, that one, that one, I've I've tried, and it's too, like, tangy for me. It just, like, it, it yeah. I don't know. Like, it's, I don't, like. And, yeah, like, there's, there's, there's a spectrum of mustards, yeah. like your yellow mustard, French's, and then you get, like, the stone ground mustard with, like, oh. the seeds. So, it depends, like, if you want to get it, like, zesty or spicy. Oh, but dude. you know, that's yeah, man. Go go to the mustard section. Like a good German mustard is is sick. It's so good. That's good on if you put it on roasted potatoes. If you put like a good German mustard. Oh, um, dude. Yeah, this is this is the Dimitri cooking show. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm stoked. Like that. That like now. Like like. See, just with that, like, I want to go out and try that. Like, I, now I'm going to go to a mustard section and be like, dude, I'm, I'm trying all, like, it's going to, I'm just going to make a YouTube video of mustards and yeah. like, dude, that's, oh, fuck. I'm so excited to try that now. Yep. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And if you're dehydrated, if you take a spoonful of mustard, the, the, the sodium and the, the vinegar in it will rehydrate you. What? Like, you know, athlete. Yeah, dude. Like pregnant women, when they get cramps, like you take a spoonful of mustard, it, it, um, 
it rehydrates you. What, dude, whoa. I, yeah. What? How? Okay. Yeah. What's crazy is that uh, I, I wonder who figured that out, if it was like a scientist or some dude that was like, dude, I'm thirsty yeah. and all I have is mustard. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, your body is lacking the sodium. Like a lot of athletes, they save pickle juice and drink uh, pickle brine. Okay, I've, I've heard of that, yeah. And yeah, so like mustard acts in the same way because it's just you're putting that sodium back into you. What? Even though you would, even though you wouldn't think it's like a thirst quencher. Yeah. Like Gator Gatorade kind of acts like that, but it's sweet. It has the sugar in it. But yeah. if you if you do if you do mustard, like have a mustard pack. A lot of marathon runners keep mustard packets in their like pouches, and they just like down them. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Yeah. That's so weird that you say that because <laughs> I recently on Instagram saw like like a video. Like I was scrolling by it, and it was some like football player just sucking down mustard packets, and I was yep. like, "What the, yep. dude?" Full circle for me, dude. This is yeah. so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's high hydration station, <laughs> dude. Mustard, dude. Yeah. I would just love to see it like a five k, just a mustard station yeah. as you run by, like. Okay. Oh my so god. What. So what's next? Mayo is Mayo next. We're going. We're going down there, <laughs> dude. We, we, we don't. Have, we don't have to talk about mayo, <laughs> dude. Like, like. Well, now that you said it, like mayonnaise is like one of the most scary ones to me. Like, I, I don't like that. Like, it just isn't it. Just like I don't know. Like eggs, like whipped up or something. Like I've yeah, always. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like eggs that are emulsified with oil. Oh, but um, yeah, there's no like there's no like lactose in it. It's just eggs and oil and whatever oh depends weird. on the it depends on the mayo yeah, yeah exactly dude, <laughs> dude, dude, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're seriously talking about mayo now <laughs> dude, dude you said it in like in my head yeah. i was like yeah we don't but i was like but like i want to know like yeah. maybe yeah. You, dude you are, are are you okay so with that like do you cook quite a bit then oh yeah i cook i grew up in a kitchen i grew up both my parents you know never shooed me out of the kitchen i grew up in a restaurant my dad's restaurant so oh you know cooking cooking and just like being around like a kitchen and like a dining setting that's like i mean you when you're a greek kid growing up in the united states like Mm -hmm. most most greek parents own a restaurant so that's like the the stereotype so my dad had one so i I fit the stereotype like (laughs) because if you're in like especially on the east coast of new jersey like a lot of diner owners are greek so oh wow dude. yeah so dude. yeah i fit the stere- i fit the stereotype i grew up in the food industry <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude what's crazy is that like one of my good friends from middle school his dad also owned like a diner and like and he was greek and i didn't know that yep. was like a stereotype yep. that's crazy total it's a total total stereotype but i mean it fits you know because yeah, it's dude. it's they 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 hear and they come here and bust their ass and you know they make a good living you know like so i mean i can't complain like i grew up comfortable yeah you know like like i when i was 18 my dad was retiring and we wouldn't be talking without this decision like my dad was retiring so me and my older brother he wanted to know if we wanted to take over the restaurant and we both said no because like i just it's a it's a hard life yeah so So I decided to go tour in a punk rock band. So <laughs> much more, lu- like that much was more any, lucrative. Like, yeah. 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 Like that was any easier like this, you know, <laughs> dude, well, so. dude. Okay. With, um, so was it, what type of restaurant? Was it like a diner, like a food, uh, all different yeah, foods? It, it, 
Yeah, it was like a, it was, it wasn't like a restaurant restaurant. Like, okay. you know, like they give you the leather bound menus. It was like a <laughs> diner, diner style, had a deli in it and it had oh, like wow. a, it had like a, like a produce area. So it was like a three in one place. And, you know, that's where we grew up as kids, you know. That's cool. And, you know, and some kids went to daycare or whatever. We, we grew up in that place. So it was fun. Yeah. You know, like. We got into trouble. We did work, child labor, but you know, <laughs> you get all the food you can eat, dude. Yeah, you like, know, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like like the perfect trade off. Like, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the parents get the, the the like the the labor of of the children, but also like it is their child and it's daycare in a way. And it's just like, hey, if you can like wash some dishes, yeah, cool. like yeah, like <laughs> or like. Or like the cigarette rack needs replenishing, like stock up the cigarette rack. I knew, I knew every fucking brand of cigarette before I was 10. So Dude. like Chester, Chesterfields, like Paul Malls. I knew them all. Dude, that's, oh dude. Okay. With, uh, with that, was there a specific one that like smelled the best to you? Like, I know that may be like a kind of a um, weird question. I couldn't really tell because, you know, they're like they're packaged right. up. That, that they all smell. Yeah, because they were in big boxes. The cartons were in big boxes under the register. So it just smelled like tobacco. So, okay. That makes sense. Then. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Like, this is my seven year old or eight year old nose. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm 44 now. So it's, so it was, I could still kind of sense it, you know, like, yeah, just smelled like cigarettes. <laughs> Dude, that's so. <laughs> That's so awesome, dude. Oh my god, dude. I'm so I'm so glad you started off with like, yeah, do you like ketchup? And like, dude, it's gotten this far. Like that's yeah, sick, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to ask me about my band stuff. Like, who cares? <laughs> dude, dude. And like th- th- again, this is this is why it's so cool, is that I loved that. Like, I love like again, being tangential is like the coolest thing ever. Like, knowing like 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 you like I know that you went on to like do like like design and stuff after the band anyways uh-huh. like what what pushed you to do that one to to to, to do that anyways like where, did you go to school for it um where I went to high school in Morristown New Jersey uh-huh. and um it was a big high school like we had a swimming pool we had like all these different departments oh damn like our art art area we had like pottery and all this stuff so we had actually a graphic arts um section of our art department so i took so when i was a junior in high school i took graphic arts and you know like we had a printing press we made silk screens and um you know we you know learned photoshop and illustrator and all that so I, i took graphic arts in high school so about two years of that like i was already prepped for like community college Heck for graphic yeah. design so even before like like around the time i met ben um i was already doing graphic like stuff and oh. um so it was like you know i did it through high school so um then i was going to community college for graphic design and I was in the band and I was also working in a graphic design studio. Oh wow. And then I, I dropped out of, cause I was juggling those three things. So then I drew, this was like around 1997. Okay. 1996. So I was juggling all three and I dropped out of community college because I already had a job 
on what I was going to school for. Yeah. And I was in a band and we were like playing shows, coming home at 3 a.m. Then I would go to work. <laughs> and then, um, so it, it worked out for me. I, like my job was okay with me going on tour. And when I came back, I would go like, you know, work in the studio I was working in. And um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to be in like 19 or 20 and like juggling those things. Yeah. So, and then, and then eventually I like, I left that job cause we were touring more. And then like, finally when I left, I just, I got a job at a printing company in uh, New Jersey and I was there for like 17 years after that. Oh damn. So yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was, it's graphic graphic design like i've been doing that a long a long time it's not just design i do like i work in i work for like a printing company so like i design and i do print production for like you know commercial printing oh sick really mm-hmm. oh dude that's cool okay, so okay so like is there like a specific thing out of doing like like how you said like design and then like co- like commercial printing like is there one like aspect that you like doing the most um, just <clears throat> it depends on if it's the creative process or the productive process okay. it's still you're you're still um my favorite part is being it's like a river like so you get project managers that give you this stuff and then it goes downstream and okay this this person gets so just being part of that creative process that you're creating something and then when you finally see it come off press and like, cause it goes pat once it gets past us, it goes to press and all that stuff. So like, it's just, that's my favorite part is just being, getting, making something, Hell you know? And yeah. it's just like, you can hold, you can hold it. So like, that's why I like cooking. Cause it's like, you're making something. So that's, that would probably be my favorite. And like, that was like with music, like, you know, you're, you're all together in a room and someone's coming to the table with riffs and then yeah. you're coming up with ideas and then you go record it and then you're holding what you're recording well nowadays you don't hold things yeah yeah (laughs) um you you hold it on your phone yeah (laughs) but um so it's just like you're making something so it's it's, i just love that you know just like making things that's you know very interesting to me like even like stuff like gardening would be fun or you know whatever welding yeah, dude. No, no, that, that that sounds awesome. And like it's it's so it's so like crazy that you found like a profession in the same like almost vein of like being a musician. Like it's like you're still mm-hmm. creating and like you get to put out art that maybe like like 10 like hundreds of people thousands millions can even see or whatever and like yeah yeah that's it's it's just it's just another level and just another like like another medium of it that's fucking that's so cool dude like yeah yeah visual art and visual art and music are perfect bedmates yeah seriously you know because it's just like and and that's what makes having a record so cool to hold yeah because you, you could you could put on a record and then like listen to it and then as you're listening to it, you're looking at the visuals. So it's like you're you're getting that audio like joy, but then you're like absorbing all the visuals that like maybe somebody had a concept for or whatever. And it's it, it just all like and you could read the liner notes. Yes. It's just like that whole visual audio experience is so great about music. You know, like digital formats cool and all, but like that's what makes the romance like so good when you like when you can hold it and 
you're like, this is like the new record, you know, like, and I can just, you just like consume it. Dude. I love that. Dude. No, exactly. Like I remember when I started collecting vinyl, I was like, oh, this is, this is cool. I like this. And then like, but then you dive deeper into that. Like, like, and also having that, like, because you could throw on Spotify and listen to the full record in, in full within like the time frame, but with a record like you actually have to physically get up and flip it and and like it's sometimes it's really hard to switch to another song so why not just listen to the whole thing like yeah it's you you have to it, like you have to set aside time for it and but it's like a special yeah song. absolutely it's awesome it's, yeah like just sit there it's like there's a reason why the sequencing of like the songs go a certain way because yeah. it's a record it's it's like the whole story of it like you're gonna read a book it's gonna have chapters in it you know yeah. like you could read them out of order but it would be like weird but like you can listen to songs out of order obviously but it just like yeah like you said the time like cooking like i can't cook people like you don't have the you don't put the fucking time into yeah. it like just <laughs> you know like but yeah that's exactly it like experience the music yes. like you can m- make a playlist sure but like listen to a record like dude yes and like it's just like like and it's 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 almost like it's it's almost in the same of like a live show in a way like it's 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 closer because like you have to set aside that half an hour 45 minutes just to listen to it whereas like again like you could mindlessly be listening to it on on spotify or whatever the fuck like but like with that like it's like you're literally experiencing like because like when you're on Spotify, you're not reading lyrics 99% of the time. You're, you're probably doing something okay. else, but like yep. with that, like you're experiencing something brand new that a lot of people will never experience because first of all, some people don't even know what a fucking vinyl record is or like mm-hmm. a tape or anything like it's <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. exactly, dude. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, so yeah, I, I totally, I love the, the romance yeah. of it, dude. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's like, that's why people become fans is because like, these are familiar faces. We, we can binge through a TV show. Yes. And like, you're like, I like these characters. Like Mm -hmm. you're like, you, they, you welcome them into your life. Yeah. And that's, and that's why we become fans of like music because it's like part of those visuals and that time you spend, you're spending time with that band. Like they're part of your life. And like, that's why like, when people are like, Oh, you're a fan of that band or this or that, there's nothing wrong with being a fan because it's just like, you're inviting someone. Our time is so limited on earth. So it's like, you're inviting somebody you're using your time on them. And there it's like, it's like, it's so awesome when people are like, Oh, I love you. Like you, you've done this for me. Your music has done that. It's, People don't fucking believe me, but it's so mind blowing where I'm just a fucking kid that (laughs) grew up, like listened to whatever and, you know, raged at certain music, mellowed out on different music. But then when people are like, you did, oh, like you're a legend. Like it's so wild when people are like, you're a legend. I'm like, really? (laughs) Tell that, tell that to my two daughters, you know, because then like. Cause they'd be like, you're a dork, you know, but like, yeah, like it's cool. Like, it's so cool. Like that, like, you know, people invest that relationship and they, the, like the people that really appreciate it, that's what they do is what you're saying is like, they invest that time and all that, 
all the things they enjoy about it. Dude, exactly. And <laughs> and that, that's that's so cool. And like and like yeah, like it has to be such a a weird feeling to know that like like you said you were just some like some kid in a band that like made music because it was fun. And yeah. now now like your record is like held in high regards in everyone that loves like heavy music and it's just like mm -hmm. but like i just did that with my friends for fun and like yeah absolutely like what the fuck like like i i especially like when you guys were recording it you probably were like well okay well we're just doing this like hopefully something happens like every band it's just like i yeah. hope something comes of this and like that's dude that's <laughs> that's so yeah. cool to and and like one of my favorite things is like talking to people like like you that have had those experiences and and like you actually are like dude what the fuck like why is someone saying this to me like like i <laughs> yeah i i love like, like, huh? yeah yeah exactly yeah. and like to me it's so cool because like like you're like you are a big deal in my eyes like it's like holy shit like you were on that record and it's like and like now you're just like yeah like you're like you, but you're saying like yeah but i'm just some fucking guy like that's yeah. it like it's yeah. so cool yeah it's yeah there's that like line where it's just like holy shit like i'm at uh, ben's in suicidal tendencies yeah. now and <laughs> i they played here a few years like a couple years ago out out in uh tacoma oh, okay so i went i went down to tacoma and they played and you know i was you know talking to him and then dave lombardo comes walking over and um I, Ben introduced him to me earlier in the day, but he was like, Hey, how's it going? And he, he walked by cause he was doing something. Yeah. He comes over and he was like, hi, he's like, Hey, Dim uh, Dimitri. Right. Like, yeah. He was, like, I'm so he was like, I'm so sorry. Uh, I blew you off before. Like, but I was busy with that. And I was like, Oh, you didn't blow me off. Yeah. And I was just like, and, and in my head, I'm like, Holy fuck. Dave Lombardo, <laughs> you know, Dude. like, you know, so it's like, <laughs> like pick your poison like you're like i don't know if people think that of me like i don't want to be arrogant to think but it's just like i'm like oh my fucking god dave lombardo <laughs> dude like that's so like you, like my mom used to make me hide i had to hide my tapes because my mom hated you <laughs> dave lombardo <laughs> you know <laughs> dude dude and you, it's so funny that you bring up him because like i was actually in a band with his son and I uh I actually recorded drums on Dave Lombardo's drum set. <laughs> oh wow, that's wild. Yeah, dude, it was it, it's it, so that's yeah. just ironic that you bring him up. Like he's a fucking massive legend, dude. Like and like, um, uh, unbelievable. If I'm like a pebble to his mountain, <laughs> like it's just like holy shit. And he's like, and and you know what? He's fucking he's cool as shit. Yeah, like he's just like he's just like hey, this and that. We were like. I forget what we were talking about. We were talking about Cuba because uh, he's Cuban and yeah. he was like, I forget. He, I think he lives in Northern California now, right? Uh, last I knew, like he was in yeah, LA, but like uh, he might be okay. in North now. Yeah, because he said he was good. Like they were thinking him and his wife were thinking of moving to Seattle oh, okay. like a, a few years ago because I was like, yeah, I live up here. And, um, and then we started talking about Cuba and he was like, yeah. And I was like, did you go back? Cause like Americans can go back to Cuba now cause they lift that embargo. Oh, okay. And so that's what we were, we were talking, he was talking, saying it was fucking wild cause he got to see where his family came from. Oh, whoa. so yeah. So, but he, it was just like, cool. Cause he wasn't like, yeah, I'm Dave Lombardo yeah. dickhead. You know? yeah. like, 
I'm like, all right, yeah. Dude, like, nice. so it's, yeah, it's refreshing. Like, there's good people out there. Like, there's icons out there that are just like so stoked to just talk because it's just, that's all you want. You know, you want to just talk and have good times with people and get to know them. And if they're assholes, you don't have to continue getting to know them, you know? Exactly. Dude, exactly. Like, th- trust me, like, that's how I always feel. Like, I've met, like, doing this podcast i've met a lot of cool people that i never literally thought i'd ever talk to or even like fathom talking to and yeah it's dude i yeah and, and i bet you and your personality like we just met we intermet yeah <laughs> um so um i'm sure you don't have a problem like if someone's cool like they'll be like oh this dude's rad you know like yeah I, you, I, my ignorance i don't know many podcasts so i didn't know your podcast it's but okay I'm sure you're, I'm sure like exactly what you said, like you've had probably so much, like so many good conversations and, you know, I'm sure you've had some where you weren't as open, you know, as as others. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, but you know what? It's like, I'm doing a interview with a a guy from Scotland. He reached out to me and he was like, you want to do an interview with me? And I was like, sure, dude. Like, and he was like, he was like, because he, he sent me a message and he was like, I don't know if you'll say yes or not, but you know, I just figured I'd ask. So I was like, yeah. yeah. And he was like, wait, he was like, wait, what? And I was like, I was like, sure. And and it's an interview for, he's a, he's in journalism. Like he's going to school for journalism. Oh, cool. And, um, so it's not going to be like, I don't think it'll be like out on a podcast or anything. So like, I'm basically helping him with his schoolwork you oh, know? Sick. Like, yeah so he was like really he was like i get to like interview an original member from the dillinger escape plan for my school like <laughs> he was just like like he couldn't like, he, he like he can't believe it i'm like my point is long story short like i don't care like i don't <laughs> care if I, like like if you're xm xm radio or like i'm helping you with your school like sure like i'll talk to you like if you want to like talk sure yeah like that's sick (laughs) dude that that's so cool and like that's that and that's that's how i always feel like people like should be and 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 and, and of course if if people don't want to be i totally get that too it's not like because like when i asked you like i was just i i dude i literally in my head i was like if he says yes cool like i'm stoked yeah and and then you did i called my brother and i was like holy fuck like and he was (laughs) and he was like no way like yeah like it was just it was just really cool and like like yeah knowing that you're just like open to talk to people like that's i i don't know man like you have like a lot of people want to hear what you have to say just because you were in that band and like Mm -hmm. and it's so cool because like i haven't even talked to you about your band <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I love that like that's yeah we pepper we peppered in some stuff here and there exactly just a little bit but like yeah just a little bit yeah so, like dude like I, I i that's that's so cool though man like i i love knowing who the person is that i'm talking to because like for some reason if i because like i what i what i started this podcast with was like like talking to my friends first of all because like you know when you're at a show and like you see friends in bands and you're just like oh hey what's up how you doing and then that's the end of the conversation like yeah you don't truly know who those people are like yeah and and as you're talking to them they're looking over your shoulder yeah dude holy shit yep. yes <laughs> like yeah and like but like that's why i wanted to start this is because like i want to learn who my friends are and like yeah and like yeah dude like so if i were to ever 
ever meet you, I could talk to you about fucking ketchup and like be like, yeah. dude, I tried this mustard and I'm hydrated. Yeah. Like it's just like yeah. it's, I'm hydrated. Yeah. I'm <laughs> fucking I can go I can go sprint as fast as I can without pulling a muscle. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, the it's it's an they're called interviews, but they should be called conversations, you yes, know? Like Exactly. Cause that's basically like what you, the idea is, you know, and then you have your, you have your format with questions you want to have a conversation about it. Yeah, dude. Exactly. And like that, and that, that's, that's just, that's just sick, dude. Like, like, like there, there, there are like, dude, like actually what I wanted to like ask is like, like, like this is going like way back, but like what made you get into music anyways? Like what, like was there a certain record that was like, oh shit like this is it and like or like like or did someone say like here here's a guitar and then then you just started like, yeah it, it, like yeah what how do you do that uh it's it, there's a couple like we had a record player when we were younger okay. and um like like a shitty like portable record player yeah that was like probably from the 70s and um you know, we had a lot of 45s, which are now seven inches. But, yeah. um, you know, like we had a lot of 45s that were like books on record. And then we had like a lot of kids records. Oh, okay. So like, you know, we used to fuck with that. And then like my my mom had a lot of like, like this sounds so bad. My mom had a lot of like, and dad had a lot of like vinyl, like Greek records. So we used to like play Greek music oh, okay. and just like, and then scratch it, you know, <laughs> you know, and. But, um, what, so like, that was kind of like the window of like me enjoying audio stuff. And then, uh, definitely what got me into like music music was, uh, when we were young, we watched really young, we watched the yellow submarine movie. Oh, okay. And then like, then my mom got the, the, the seven inch of yellow submarine so we used to like jam on the Beatles when we were like kids. So that was like my very, my very first favorite band when I was like fixed was like the Beatles. So, and then that kind of got me into the classic rock, uh, genre. Okay. And then, and then, then, then it kind of, cause I always like classical music also. Yeah. Heck yeah. My mom, my, my mom used to walk in on me when I was a kid and I'd be watching PBS and like, I'd be watching classical music. Like I'd be watching like orchestras play and oh, cool. not that I'm a, not that I'm fucking Mozart. Yeah. <laughs> she would say, she, she, she would, she would say like, I would be either watching classical music. Like the thing, like I would watch normal shit, like cartoons and stuff. But, yeah. and then she would say like, sometimes she walked in and I would be watching Julia Child's like cooking shows. No way. So yeah. But uh, yeah. So like, that was like catapulted me into like, then I got into the classic rock. Then, then my brother's three years older than me and his best friend had an older brother that introduced us all to rush. So oh. like, then, uh, so then like rush was like the gateway. Damn. So, so then it was like rush. I was like, what in the fifth grade when I first heard rush. And, um, then when I got into junior high, I got, like into metal and then punk, like minor threat. Hell yeah. Like Slayer, Metallica. Um, and you know, then that carried on into high school and then 
we're here today. So, <laughs> so music, it was just like a, it was just like a, like a, like the slow climb to where I am today. So I got, I'm pretty proud of my eclectic base of what I like. Cause most people think you only listen to heavy music. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. in, in order to appreciate, in order to appreciate the heavy, it's, you know, it's like the yin and yang, you know, you got to have the light and dark. So yeah, <laughs> you, got, you, you like the classical, you like the jazz, you like, you know, some people like, like they're, I don't like musicals, but some people like musicals, you know, dude, dude exactly. Like, you no, know, like I've, I've never been into musicals, but like, I've been listening to this podcast. That's it's, it's an improvised musical podcast. Like the uh-huh. it's, it's fucking genius, but like, yeah, that's the only yeah. like level of musical I listen to, but like, yeah, no, yeah. Like, but knowing that like you would be watching like, uh, classical music, like, that's so cool to me because yeah. I, I don't know, like as a kid, I don't think I would have done that. Like, and like, yeah, that's such a, maybe, a deep maybe thing. you would have, if, if, if it was on TV, maybe that's you true. Exactly. I mean, like, cause you know, cause you know, I'm think about it. Like when I like growing up, I didn't have cable, like in the early eighties, yeah. we didn't have cable. So it was like network TV. Oh, okay. so, so it was like, kind of like, maybe I was reduced to finding that, you know, like, <laughs> I'm sure if I grew up with cable, I wouldn't have been listening to classical. <laughs> yeah, <but>. right. <laughs> Dude, and like with you saying like like uh, Yellow Submarine was like your like yeah one of that the was first that was that was the first band, the Beatles. Dude, see, like I have I have a son that's seven, also like like, and I actually was trying to uh, like because he he doesn't really listen to music, and I I love music and. And I was like, okay, here's one band that you might like. And we, I, I forgot what Beatles song I threw on, but like, I totally didn't think about that song probably being like the best song ever to yeah. show a kid. Like, yeah. And if you want, yeah, an octopus's garden, that's, oh, those are like yeah. the two, the two biggest kid friendly Beatles, but you know, like there's a lot of other great Beatles songs that yeah. are like, you yeah. know, that whole yellow submarine record is so kid friendly, but then, you know, that's the good gateway for everything else, you know, like, yeah. um, but my parents never forced me like, here's the Beatles. Yeah. Like, we, just, <laughs> we just gravitated to it. That's but so cool. my two kids, my 14 year old and my seven year old, my 14 year old's blase about music. Yeah. She's like, man, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm like, here, like she's three. I'm like, here's Radiohead, like <laughs> yeah. cramming it down her throat. And she's just like, yeah, whatever. But my, my, sev- my, my seven year old is like music obsessed. Oh, hell so yeah. it's, it. So you only have one son. Yeah. So yeah, I bet you, if you had two, it's weird when you like, they have, they're different. That's like visual, like my, my, my 14 year old, she's like amazing at visual arts, like drawing and painting. Oh, sick. She likes, she likes music, but she just doesn't, it's she just keeps it to herself my other one she's like you know like she wants my phone in the car so she could play dj you know and oh that's cool dude yeah so it's it's funny it's funny like the contrast of like my, their personalities and um and then sometimes she'll be like what's what's your song you like put, put you know and she'll look it up because she can you know she's seven so she can search for things and yeah she, they, she, my little one, I think appreciates my ex musician status yeah. more than my older one. My older one probably just thinks I'm a fucking dork. 
<laughs> dude, dude, and like that's like so when when they hear like you like because you're a very like pretty soft spoken dude like when they hear your vocals are they like wh- like okay when you first showed them were they like whoa who what the fuck like this is you like yeah that's um yeah kind of and they were just kind of like they didn't they were like this is terrible yeah like, you know like, <laughs> like they don't like not even enough to like have a conversation about it <laughs> so i'm i'm like okay but people laugh at this my kids are <laughs> like some people are like your kids are so lucky because you know sometimes like they get under my damn skin yeah. and my and my <laughs> and their and their mom too yeah and um so like my dad voice comes out but my dad voice is my dillinger escape plan voice oh, so i'm dude. like hey you know like good <laughs> you know like get that cleaned up and what da, da, da. and they're like oh fuck. like that's when they're like oh shit he means business <laughs> So that's awesome. Yep. Yeah, like um my 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 friend Mike, he's um he's buddies with Sean Ingram from Coalesce and uh Sean said that same sort story to Mike. He goes, One time my kids were acting so bad, he goes, I actually got all coalesce on them. And I was like (laughs) just started yelling at him. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) <laughs> that's so awesome oh my yeah. god dude <laughs> dude yeah but you know what that's the best part about being in those kind of like aggressive bands because you can be mellow in life yeah you know yes like like those kind of bands they're like why do you like people are like we call them like uh citizens yeah <laughs> um you know like you know people that just don't understand the like independent world or like heavy music yeah they're like, why do you do like, why do you do that? Like, why do you sing like that? It's like, it's the only time in life where you can just go fucking bananas <laughs> and just release all this stuff from life out of you. And then they're like, well, do you have a lot of shit going on inside you? I'm like, who does it? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you're like, like, are you, are you asking me a question to play therapist? I'm like, you're at, like, <laughs> like, like you could go, like you could scream your ass off, write about it, and then just project it out. Yeah. Like and like, it's just like a release, and that's why heavy bands play. I mean, it's we like the sound of it, but it's also like so like cathartic to like release all that energy. Like a drummer, like you play drums, like you can just pound the shit out of your drums. It's yeah. like cathartic. Yes, and. And singing and playing live, it's the same thing. So, like, that's why when people are like, you're so nice and you're so mellow. Like, why are you so angry on stage? I'm like, because <laughs> it's, you can be, you know? And, <laughs> exactly. And, 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 it's, and it, it, it's, 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 it's a good balance. Like, I I'm got some things bottled up that, you know, annoy me and I can scream about it and I'll be okay. Yeah, exactly. Dude. That that's crazy, and then you know what's funny is that like when people say that type of stuff, and they're like, "Why are you so angry on stage?" Like, yeah, like sometimes you definitely are, but sometimes it's not even like it's not even anger. Sometimes that's just it's not, yeah. It, sometimes yep. that's just the way you feel like you had to express this part, or or something yep. along those lines. And like, yeah, fuck yeah. There's times where it's like I'm pissed off at life. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of my drums right now, and like it's just like yeah. like that's the way it comes out. But yeah, dude, like. It, I, I love that, like, because 
like whenever because my, my brother is 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 the vocalist in my band and he he's he's just like me he's just like yeah like super like normal voice but like on stage he's like chaotic and it's just like mm-hmm. like everyone's like oh but you're like so nice it's like yeah but like why does that have to like do you have to be an asshole to scream yeah like- yeah exactly <laughs> like is the pre pre prerequisite you have to be a complete jerk you know <laughs> yeah exactly. no this is this is and, and and that's my answer this is why i'm nice because it's not like it's not like it's like you need it for medication it's just it helps like like when people give you that term go punch a pillow or something or yeah go run around the block it's the same thing it's you, you have adrenaline you use it and it doesn't always have to be angry it could just be an outlet to just release energy yeah exactly you know dude exactly and like that's that's what because like whenever whenever any okay first of all whenever anyone tell i I tell them i'm in a band which i i usually don't want to is because yeah totally because they're gonna be like well how much do you get paid i'm like well nothing and they're like then why do you do it it's like why do you do it dude holy shit yes (laughs) dude and it's 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 so funny that they do that and i'm like okay what do you do for fun they're like i like i don't know like quilt or something i'm like do you get yeah. paid do you get paid for that they're like no i'm like then why do you do it like, then, yeah, then why do you do it yeah dude exactly or, <laughs> or like i like to go to happy hour for fun it's like whatever <laughs> dude dude you know what's funny i was about to say like i want to go to vegas and like that's that's to me like i i could i remember telling people at my old job saying like hey like oh uh, they're like what do you do this weekend first of all they don't give a shit they just they're just trying no. to start a conversation and because absolutely because they want you to finish your bullshit so then they can tell you so how fucked up go, they yep. got like yeah but like yeah uh but so uh, how was your weekend cool here's my <laughs> dude because that's yeah, what they're right. waiting for <laughs> mm-hmm. dude yeah like my yeah like my my godfather passed away uh last week or a week uh whatever he was 94 so it was okay whoa yeah that's crazy yeah uh, homeboy lived a long life he used to just be like he used to like when people asked him how are you doing or how was your trip he would be like terrible and like (laughs) and like they're like oh wow you know like like they people don't pay attention you know it's true Holy shit! I'm gonna do that from now on. I love that. You should try that. You should try that. Because one time I saw him, I was like, "Hi." I'm like, "How you been?" He was like, "Horrible." I'm like, "Really?" And he was like, "No, I just say that." To, you know, that's when I figured out like he's like a mad genius of sarcasm and just <laughs> gr- and pure grit. Dude. I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh my god, teach me, <laughs> dude." You know, seriously, like <laughs> you saying that, I'm totally oh dude dude you should use that I it's amazing because oh, the people that are saying like what really then you know who's paying attention to you yeah dude dude that's like a revelation dude i like <laughs> i'm surprised i've never thought of doing that because like yeah i li- literally i just expressed to you like how how people just don't care about what you do especially if you play in a band because if if they're like if normal citizens are on the outside they're just like okay, then why do you do this? It's like, yeah, I understand you don't get it, but like, but it's like, yeah, they, they truly fuck. I can't wait to do that. I am. I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. I, I I'm so excited just to <laughs> like, I want someone to ask me how I've been, dude. Oh my God. That's so cool. Yeah. Please ask me, please. Ask <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, <laughs> that's so awesome, man. <laughs> I love that. Like, and, and also to know that like, 
someone that you, you, you were like related to basically said like, like keyed that in your brain and like, was he ever a musician? <laughs> no, he's just a gruff. Um, he was always a gruff, like tall, nerdy looking guy. He was, he grew up in the Bronx during oh, okay. the depression. Oh, damn. And you know, he was a military police officer in world war two. And he's just like, he just has life experience. Yeah. And like, so he's, he was sharp as shit <laughs> up until he died. Yeah. And like, um, he just knew how to, he knew people's bullshit and he knew like how to just socially kind of manipulate the scenario. And that's how he, that's how he was <laughs> like super, super awesome guy. He, he was, he wasn't an asshole, but he's like, you could snuff out people's bullshit, you know? And yeah, just, I guess the environment he grew up in, he just was, you know, seasoned perfect a dude. But like, yeah, like he taught me so many, like one time he told me this, he was never like a gangster or anything. Yeah. He goes, and I, I don't own any guns. He says, if someone ever breaks into your house, shoot them in the stomach. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was like, why? He goes, you know, cause you're not going to kill them. So, and it's super painful. So they'll just go straight down and be in pain. And then they might die by the time the ambulance gets there. And I was like, okay. I was like, I hope, I hope that never happens to me. <laughs> Dude, because like, uh, <laughs> dude, like, I get, the, I, I definitely understand the logic because it's like that, that person had the audacity to break into my house and they were either going to like do something to me or children or like try to steal yeah. some of my shit. And it's just like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I, I get his uh, logic, but ter like that's, that's a terrible yeah, thing. Terrible. To, yeah. Terrible thing yeah. to say out loud. <laughs> yeah. Especially you're telling it, you're telling like a, a kid that like, <laughs> Dude, I, I wasn't so an adult when he told me oh, that shit. And i was like yeah i was like okay <laughs> you know i was like cool man dude yeah i've never i've never hugged that guy in my life <laughs> dude you never know like yeah do you do you don't know if you like yeah. feel a pistol or something man like you're like yeah, oh yeah, exactly. so, yeah. <laughs> but he he wasn't like he was just like a nerdy economist that's weird dude yeah wow and he's just like he's just but he grew up in the bronx yeah. So like my, my godmother said when people would be on the street and they would tap him on the shoulder to get his attention or whatever, he always threw his, like he never turned around. He always threw his elbow up <laughs> dude, what because, a hard ass, dude, that's yeah, sick. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like he would just throw his elbow up because it's just like someone's trying to grab you. He would not turn around and just throw his elbow up and people would be like, Whoa, <laughs> like stir your tables ready, you know? <laughs> You know, oh my, <laughs> oh my god, that's so good, dude. <laughs> Man. So maybe he's the maybe he's the reason the Dillinger I was crazy in the Dillinger escape. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> dude. Dude, that is seriously yeah. the catalyst for it. There's no way, yeah. like, that's yeah, he <laughs> that, mo that motherfucker roughened me up, dude. <laughs> Ruffined is, is that even a dude? A word? You, you have just keyed it, dude. Urban Dictionary yeah. now has it. Yeah, like, we're, ruffined. We're, it's a yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna trend with that shit, <laughs> dude. That's so awesome, <laughs> dude. Oh my god. But like, dude. Oh, well, like when you like saying that, like, 
okay like now now i want to know like because like you said like how crazy because of course everyone knows how dillinger is fucking they were like crazy live but like like how, do you do you remember the the initial reaction like like when you guys first started playing and were, were people like freaked out that you guys were like everywhere like what what, what was that like and like did you guys have like a, a like an idea where like hey let's just like leave it all out on the floor let's just fucking go yeah yeah we would do that we would just leave it out on the floor and go and um um i gotta pay tribute to where tribute should be due like we we before we were a band we would see dead guy play many many times and they did things they did things different than everybody like there were other grindcore bands that were so good yeah but like like we like you know this is the second time I'm mentioning them in an interview, but Asuk and like, oh, yeah. like we played with bands called man is the bastard. Hell yeah. Um, uh, uh, Los Crudos. Like these, these Heck are the yeah. bands that were like, they were like fucking different level. But like, you know, a lot of the times they, people would just stand there, but dead guy, they were, they would just swing their shit and like, just, release themselves and it was like it was like wow like this is fucking rad (laughs) and and it's not like we were like hey let's go be dead guy yeah like (laughs) yeah you know it's it's it was they were a massive inspiration to us and i would never not admit that but like they they were like they were like the beacon to like just play what you love and then just like let it all out like just leave like you know if you miss a note you miss a note fuck it you know like there's two guitar players so maybe the other one will pick up on that riff but like yeah and and it caught a lot of people off absolutely and then that was the fun of it you know like the fun was we didn't care what people thought of us because we just wanted to like please ourselves we're yeah. is not nar- it's not narcissistic but we just wanted to be proud of what we did and when it, it was like a, it was almost like a game to us we would just want to just shake it up like you either love us or hate us yeah um the first time we ever played before our uh calculating infinity came out this was like 1997 or 1998 okay we played the, we played the milwaukee metal fest and um i remember we were setting up and people were heckling us because there's a lot of people waiting to watch us mm-hmm. and the metal world didn't see wasn't ready to see a bunch of guys looking like a j crew <laughs> um like j crew looking dudes yeah. and with, sh- with short hair so people were heckling us like well, as we were setting up they're like get off the stage and what? we i heard it i heard someone say you're not metal like Dude. all this shit <laughs> yeah yeah so um, we were just like oh this is gonna be fun so <laughs> yes like, like like challenge accepted yeah so like um so we put we played uh the mullet burden yeah and <laughs> and then it ended bang final note bang and then like you know we didn't kick into another song so right after the mullet burden ended last last beat hits everyone like raises their hand. it was like a viking hall everyone was like yeah <laughs> dude like, sick 
Yeah. We were like, ah, we got you. <laughs> you know? So it was like, it, it, we never fit in. Um, that's what made us who we are also. Cause we, we, we came from like the hardcore punk world okay, and we were too metal for that and wacky. Yeah. And then when we, and then when the contrast, when we go and play the Milwaukee metal fest into the <laughs> metal world yeah. where it's like dudes with long hair, just like standing there watching their hands as they're shredding. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, totally metal. Like we didn't fit into that world either. So it's just, we're just like we were who we were so and so we were used to not fitting in and then we went on the mr bungle tour we didn't fit in there because we were the opening we were the opening band for a big market for like these massive mike Patton fans that were like ew you know so (laughs) so like we're, we're we're used to it so it was always a challenge for us so we that's what we would always get up for we were like you know what fuck it like let's just do it and we just played wherever we played and it was sometimes when we first started it was in front of 10 people and we would blow try and blow those 10 people's minds hell yeah and and not care yeah dude they- and, and when you're and when you're playing it you know like you care less what they think exactly it's it's it was like interactive you know like Dude, you know, choose your own, choose your own adventure. Like, is the crowd like lagging? I'm going to shake them up. You know, like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Dude, dude, exactly. Like, and like, that's what, like, that's what I, I, that's what I, that's what I always strive to do if I'm playing a show because like, it like my, my favorite band is the chariot. And I fi- figured, found out like the chariot were like, we're big fans of you guys because like, like the, the, the live presence and everything. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, mm-hmm. And I totally like everyone in my band loves the chariot. So we're like, let's just be crazy. Like, dude, like last show mm-hmm. I played, like I got off my drum set and just started like dancing with people, like just because it was stupid. And I was just like, I want to yeah. like, throw people off, like make them think like, what are the, why, what the fuck? Why is he doing that? Like, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, dude. So I, I understand like no matter how many people were there, it's always, it's always sick. Like to be like, but maybe we can change their minds. Like that's dude, dude. And there's nothing, there's nothing better than making someone feel super awkward when you go to dance with them. Dude, exactly. (laughs) That's the best part, man. It's just like, they're just like, what the fuck are you doing? It's Uh, like, just grab my hand. Like exactly. dude. It's like, (laughs) it's like, you know what? Go to one of your good friends, go up to him and be like, or her. And just be like, you know, give them a big hug and say, I love you. Yeah. You know, it's like sometimes people are so in their own shell. Yeah. Where when you go up and go to dance with them or go to like hug them, they're like, Ooh, what are you doing? Like, it's like, Hey man, like, it's just like, (laughs) it's like, you just shake it up a little. Dude. Exactly. It's fucking sick. It's the best. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude. I love that (laughs) dude. So, and then, and like, I mean, this is definitely in like, in, in in a vein of sorts but like what what ha- like what made you start to breathe fire <laughs> uh, oh that um we um uh we met this guy we played in louisville yeah and there was this there was this kid kurt enley he lives in portland now i don't know if he wants to be found oh. <laughs> but um but anyway like he was like i could breathe fire and uh 
we were like, really? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, like he, he was like, you know, I, I'm in my early twenties and he was like 17 yeah. at the time. And, um, so he's in his late thirties now. So he was like, I could breathe fire. He's just like this kid with like a little trucker hat and this little, <laughs> little hardcore kid from Louisville. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm vegan. And, um, <laughs> so, you know, it was, it was, it was the late nineties, early two thousands. And, we were like, you can breathe fire. He's like, yeah. And he was, we were like, he was like, can I breathe fire during your set? And I was like, sure. <laughs> Fuck and yeah. And I, we're, yeah. We were like, yeah, why not? And so it was cool. You know, a little skinny kid just fucking breathing fire. And then <laughs> um, we took him on tour with us. No way. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, do you want to breathe fire on tour? We took this 18, this 18 year old kid. We took he just got into a van with a bunch of dudes and he fucking breathed fire and he helped us move equipment. We didn't have to pay him. And like, we gave him, like we gave him food and stuff. Like, like when, like when the band stuff, like when we would get stuff, he would be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was like our fire breathing intern. And he, he, then he taught us how to like make torches and how to breathe fire. And it's so easy to breathe fire. It's it, stupid how easy it is. It sounds, it seems scary, dude. I feel like I'd inhale it's, and like it's, die. It's not, <laughs> it's not, you just fill your mouth, fill, fill your mouth up with as much water as you can. Yeah. And if you could spray it out of your mouth in an even mist, not spit to make a stream. Yeah. If you could spray it out of your mouth, like, kind of like when you exhale slow like oh yeah like if you if you could spray it out of your mouth in an even spray as long as you can do it that's breathing fire what? oh it's water no no practice with water oh shit okay because i was like yeah oh uh, yeah dude so if, if you if you could do that with water then you just go get lamp oil and um <laughs> they sell lamp they sell lamp oil everywhere and um so you make a torch, like you just cut the, like a washcloth or like a towel. Yeah. And then you just roll it on, onto the end of a drumstick or whatever and like make sure it's sticky and then just cover it with lamp oil, light it, and then just pow. Like that's, <laughs> and then it doesn't get on you because you're spitting out. Dude, dude, that's, <laughs> this is so, that's so sick, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, um, <laughs> Uh, our, our good friend, Brian Montori, um, we used to take him out on tour too. And he did a lot of artwork for Dillinger. Oh, hell yeah. And, um, he was the best fire breather, that <laughs> motherfucker. He would, he would have fireballs like three times the body size of like a human. Like Dude. it would be like, it would be like dragon level. <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure if you go on his instant Instagram page, just look up Brian Montori yeah. and I think he, I think he maybe posted one, a classic photo of him, like with breathing, like just a, just giant fireball. Like he was epic at it, dude, dude, I need to see that. That sounds so yeah. cool. Yeah. And then the fire breathing stopped because, um, I think in the early two thousands, um, there was a club up in new England somewhere, I think Connecticut or R Rhode Island yeah. and that band that band great white played oh yeah and there was a there was a they had pyrotech pyrotechtronics or tech whatever they had pyro going on yeah fire <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> and then the club burned down and a bunch of people died <gasps> oh shit, so what? like yeah 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 so there was a lot there was a kibosh on uh on um 
fire breathing. That, okay, <laughs> like, that makes sense. I, 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 I'm, I'm not. I'm not laughing because people died. No, no, of course like, not. It's just like ner- it's just like nervous laughter. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude, no, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so. holy shit, dude, that's crazy, <laughs> dude. Well, dude, I have two more questions for you. Okay. Um. So, uh, so this is one I like to ask everyone, and uh, it's it, it, it's kind yeah. of it's kind of a weird one. So, uh, oh, even I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so if, uh, so if Dillinger was a TV show or a movie, okay. what would it be? So, like, I I don't ask everyone if it was Dillinger just because you were in the band. I like to ask them their yeah. bands. So I didn't want you to think I ask everyone. Hey, what what TV show do you think Dillinger's Escape Plan would be? Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like. If you're interviewing someone from Queens of the Stone Age, what yeah. show would they be? Exactly. Fuck, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, you know, when people are like, that's a good question. Yeah. That's probably people's response to saying, I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> yeah, dude, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because like, shit. I, I know there's this Italian uh, chef that I saw on Chef's Table. It's like Massimo something. Yeah. He's just this, like, he has glasses and a beard, and he's got, like, pep- salt and pepper gray hair. Yeah. And um, the closest thing to that answer that I thought of off the bat is, like, he's this Italian chef, and he's just, like, an I don't give a fuck attitude. Like, <laughs> yeah. he would make he, he would make hand-rolled hand, hand tortellinis, and he opened a restaurant, and he only gave people seven of them. <laughs> and then, like, a lot of the reviews were, like, Oh, you know, he only gives you this and he goes, why not? You know? And like, <laughs> but like, and I'm, and I'm watching it and I was, I was with my ex-girlfriend at the time Yeah. and I like looked at her and I was like, this guy is the Dillinger escape plan of chefs. Like he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. It's chef's table and it's Massimo something. Okay, dude. I'm and totally he, he's too. fucking, he's great. He's like, he's like, his just mindset's phenomenal, but as of TV show or movie, hmm. I, I've never I've never had yeah. anyone like name like a singular person. That's so yeah. great. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, dude. That's probably a, that's perfect. Oh, damn. What what TV show or movie has to be something that's like all over the place and just eighty <laughs> ADD? I don't know. <laughs> Dude. Man, what would you what would you say? I'm copping out right now, dude. On it, oh, fuck. See, you know what's funny if if because like, I've had people ask like, and I'm like, I don't know, and like, yeah. to, to me, you would think Dillinger would be like the easiest one to do because yeah. it's like this is chaos and like, and it's and yeah, and you're also talking about yourself too, like exactly. Like it's like it's like when someone asks you like, what have you been listening to lately? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, dude, exactly. Yeah, then you'll you'll have to be like, let me pull out my phone. But it's like, yeah, like, because like the one yeah. some question I ask people is like your top five bands, which is like the meanest question ever because it's yeah, because you'll like you'll change it every single time and you'll be like, yeah, well, every single time. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I have I have, dude. I don't know. I'm. Or if, yeah. Or if you go record, if you go record shopping and you just have your mind goes blank, like dude. I don't know what to look for. Yes, dude, I hate that because you're like, <laughs> yeah. like first of all, the the couple days before you know you're gonna go, you're like, okay, I'm gonna find this record, this record, this, yep. and then you go there and you're like, what and then is your music? Brain gets erased. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Huh, maybe the Dillinger escape plan will be Three's Company. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? Yeah, Because exactly. Mr. Furley. Well, yeah, the Dillinger escape plan is, is um, Three's Company because there's two landlords. And then the Dillinger had two singers. So Mr. Roper and then Mr. Furley. So there's D- Dimitri and Greg. That's so good, dude. And then there was there were so many different Chrissies. <laughs> ben would be Jack Tripper. <laughs> That's there you go. Dude. I'm sticking with Three's Company. Dude, you got it, dude. Hell yes. Oh my god, that my face hurts. That's so awesome. <laughs> and then the the one I like to end on is what was what was the best show you ever played, and then the worst show you have ever played. But give me the best one first, because I want to end with the, like, the worst one. The, probably the best show I ever played was in Worcester. I've, I've told people that before. We, we've played the main stage on Worcester and the side stage oh, up whoa. at the March, Mar- March Metal Meltdown, or I forget where it was the New England Metal Fest. Holy shit. Um, I think when we played the side stage, that was the best. Um, it was packed. Um, Converge played like it was all our Damn. contemporaries were That's playing. So, so it was like, it was like, it was a good atmosphere. And um, I think that was the best, how I felt singing wise and just the flow and just the, the vibe of it was my favorite. Hell yeah. Dude, um, that's awesome. Yeah. We always had fun playing in like new England and our, we always had fun in Philly. Any kind of Philly show is always probably my favorite too. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, like anywhere, anytime at Stalag 13. And um, the worst show I've ever played was in at the Bluebird Theater in Denver yeah. on the Mr. Bungle Tour. <laughs> I hated that show. What? We had two two garbage cans thrown at us. Oh, dude. Um, <laughs> what? It was, yeah. It was just like, uh, like we were, just, we were just off. We fell off. And it wasn't like we got psyched out of the crowd. It was just... The stage was high. The crowd was so far away. Oh, wow. And it was like, you're the opening band. And it was just a shit show. <laughs> like, it was a shit show. And um, that was the worst. Bluebird Theater in Denver. <laughs> That's so and, 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 and another time, that was t- it wasn't the worst show, but I remember we played in Dallas once with Mr. Bungle and the Melvins. Holy and shit. We were getting, people were throwing beer cans at us. <laughs> Fuck you, this and that. <laughs> And I was like, in my head, I'm like, what the fuck is going on, Dallas? Like, I didn't know you were this rowdy. And then, um, so then, like, I, over the years, I got really good at return heckling. Oh, Because it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. So, it comes back. So, like, I returned heckled, and it was fun. Hell and then when we, got, when we got done playing, like, I remember Buzz from the Melvins came up to me, and he was like, hey, you guys are great. And I'm like, ah, it sucked. And I was like, I'm like, we got, like... We got beer thrown at us, and this night he was like, "Fuck them! You guys played awesome. Who cares Sick. what people think?" Hell yeah! So then I was like, "Yeah." So that's what I was like, "Cool." Like the, <laughs> Thank you, Melvins. <laughs> so like, and then so like, I'm standing there watching the Melvins play because they played right before Bungle. Yeah, and I'm watching them play, and they're getting beer cans thrown at them oh, and fucking heckled, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> And, and so I felt I felt a little better about myself. Yeah, I bet, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah. 
And then so then Mr. Bungle went on, and they were even getting heckled and beer cans thrown at him. What? Dude, I was going to say that as a yeah. joke. I was going to be like, oh, let me guess. Like, yeah, no. What? It happened. Dude, Dallas is rowdy. Dude, dude apparently, man. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, like, 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 no pun intended, because it's like like a cowboy rowdy. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> Dallas is wild. Like, go fucking figured. Like, and, and I'm sorry if I'm insulting Texas, because... <laughs> We live in this great world, and there's so many, like, Iowa City, Iowa kids were raging for us. So, like, I'm not judging, but, like, out of all the cities in America, like, I was like, Dallas is fucking wild. <laughs> like, and I grew, I grew up in the shadow of New York and, yeah. like, spent so much time in Philly, and I'm like... I'm thinking, whoa, Dallas is intense. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, That's yeah, insane. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, yeah... Yeah, fuck that show in, in Denver. That that one sucked. <laughs> dude, 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 thank you so much for coming on. This has been so much no. fun, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. I I'm I'm echoing you and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Um I had so much fun too. Thanks for having me. Dude, fuck seriously. Yeah. Dude, sick. Yeah. Oh man, well Yeah. Fuck. Okay, I'm that's so cool. That's so cool, dude. Like but like, so what I'm gonna do is say like a fake goodbye and then stop the recording, okay. and I'm gonna talk to you right after this. Okay. Okay. Well, dude, see you later. So this episode is over, but I just need to get right into it. Holy shit! That was th- this has probably been one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. Like, Dimitri was so fucking cool. First of all, just to know that I even talked to him was so sick. He's just a fucking normal dude, and that's what I th- we even said that on the podcast and damn god it was it was so cool and i love that we like brought up dillinger maybe like four times i don't know it was it was so fucking cool like i'm just glad we just had like a regular normal conversation that's what i love about this and i love that he was like yeah i love going off on tangents i was like me too i don't know it was just oh this is easily easily top three if, if not one, top one, like it was fucking awesome. So dude, Dimitri, thank you so fucking much for coming on. That was such a good time. Like you were such a cool dude. So again, thank you. And uh, guess what? If this is your first time here, nice to meet you. Handshake, my hands out. And if this, if you're back, handshake for you too. Everyone's on the same playing field. But <laughs> anyways, like... Dude, oh my god, that was so much fun. So I hope you enjoyed it, uh, everyone that's listening. And uh, guess what? I will see you on the next episode. Bye! The voice on this podcast is me, Josh Matthews, your favorite host. The intro was done by my friend Nick Riggs. And the person that does all the behind the scenes, basically the producer of the show, is my brother Danny. So go thank him and go thank Nick. And you know what? Give me like maybe like a, hey, you, you're doing something. But seriously, thank you so much, guys. It is, it is so sick that you guys do that. So thank you for listening.